Welcome to the return of pay-per-view PowerPoints. I am Ben here with Andy. Hello. Thank you for and the, Indeed. And the one man that brings it all together, the third man, MJC. I almost forgot how to do this since we missed a month. <laughs> I know. It felt so weird. Like I, I didn't watch the pay-per-view last month because I was like, well, I didn't do a preview oh for it. Yeah. No preview, no watch. <laughs> Did we even watch it together, Andy? Yeah, you were here. We were oh, just shit. less excited for it happening. Because we were like, we didn't talk about it and get hyped before this, so. Oh, yeah, you're right. So. It threw, off the, it threw off the whole flow. So, pay-per-view PowerPoints returns. Once again, if you're listening to us wherever you are and you can rate or share, please feel free to do so. If you want to find all other podcast-related items about our regular episodes, you can find those at podcast.tooyoungtobethisold.com Yes, indeed. So we will get to the meat of this situation because we are here for business, which is what this rumble is all about. The business of the road to WrestleMania. The pointing begins. The, p- <laughs> the pointing begins. It's the start of, of the points. It is. So we'll give you a brief rundown of the matches involved that are not the Royal Rumble match. And then, of course, as we always close out, we'll talk about uh, some things going on with NXT and AEW. So let's just dive straight into what will probably be the pre-show match. Chad Gable versus the returning Sheamus. Who versus Sheamus? I think you got (laughs) You you heard me. (laughs) No, uh, you're mistaken. It's Shorty G versus Sheamus. Uh, I refuse. I refuse. I refuse. Um, but th- yeah, this definitely is a pre-show. How do we feel about the Sheamus return? He returned? Yeah, finally. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh. <laughs> didn't know if his career was going to be over type of thing, so right. I'm glad to see him back because of that. I just immediately, though, him coming back was just like, alright, he's just back. Okay. Yeah, dude, he is shredded as fuck. I mean, he does a workout YouTube show. He better be, better be. Uh, Can we talk about uh, Shorty G's uh, new T-shirt? Have you guys seen it? No, Uh, I don't think I have. His catchphrase is "Rise over size." Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Somebody approve that. Someone approved that. WWE's oh. on a bad streak of t-shirts the last couple Ooh, months. Oh, boy. Uh, but, yeah. Sheamus is going to beat the shit out of him, isn't he? More than Oh, likely. yeah. Absolutely I, going to destroy that poor I, little boy. They're going to punish him for Vince McMahon's sins, basically. <laughs> yeah, basically. He's going to be scourged oh, oh, by the Celtic God. warrior. Yeah, I do not want to see an extended feud between these two, but I got a bad feeling that this is just going to be the start of an extended feud with these two. Yeah, they yeah. tend to do matches over and over and over again. This will probably culminate in Shorty G beating him at WrestleMania in 17 seconds or some shit, but... <laughs> yeah, karma coming back. Oh, geez, um, yeah, So our carometer on this match sounds like it is about less than zero. Pretty low. All right. Yeah, I think, are we all in agreement, Sheamus, on this match? 
has to be. Has to <laughs> yeah. be. You, you don't bring him back and then have him get beat by that. <laughs> yeah. you Especially that. with that strong ass promo that he came saying that he was coming back. Oh, like, that's oh, true. Yeah. This roster looks weak. This and other. This is the perfect chance for you to insert right. Sheamus into the upper card. Yeah, and you got to do it. And you got to do it quick. He has a look. He has an established name. He's on Fox. They have to, you know, put him up there. Like I, I'm kind of interested in a him versus Braun Strowman feud, sort of thing. Just two big dudes just going at it. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I'd be a hundred percent. That would be that. nice. So let's talk about the stuff we do care about. Yes, at least these next two matches. Oh yeah. Well, we have Bray the Fiend Wyatt versus Daniel Bryan for the Universal Championship. In a strap match. I've never seen one of these. I'm sure you guys have, but oh yeah, we, we definitely. My in my baby, my baby fandom with the WWE. This is I didn't even know about this being a thing. It could be a great stipulation or it could be an awful stipulation. That's basically what I figured, because that's kind of how most of these things go. But it's I am, there's no way it will optically be as bad as a Punjabi prison match. That's the thing. That was a day that that I stopped getting too hyped for stipulations. That that killed all the hype. But I am pretty hyped for this strap match. Yeah, and I'm interested to see what they do with this in general. So, and so. Uh, it, it is the fiend, right? They they confirmed yeah. it is the fiend. Not it is the, the fiend. The fiend, the fiend came out and signed the contract tonight in blood. In blood. Yes. In blood. Yep. So. So, to get this Daniel Bryan versus The Fiend 2.0, we kind of got to go back to TLC to explain how we got here. Um, Of course, Daniel Bryan lost to The Fiend at Survivor Series. Kind of disappeared for a little bit after being attacked and having his hair pulled out by The Fiend. Uh, Which Daniel Bryan got a slight revenge on him by pulling two dreads out. Ooh, two dreads. <laughs> um, at TLC, we had the Miz get sacrificed to Bray Wyatt, which yeah. Bray Wyatt, as the family or the sorry, the Firefly Funhouse Bray Wyatt, may be scarier than the Fiend. I think I was more uncomfortable watching him perform as Bray Wyatt than I've ever been watching the Fiend. <laughs> yeah, no, that was uh, disturbing. It's like h- how to be more terrifying. But less terrifying. <laughs> it was crazy. Uh, but in the close of that match, we had a hooded figure emerge and deliver a running knee, which gave away who it was. And then we see a very close cut, close shaved Daniel Bryan looking very much like the former American Dragon Brian Danielson. Yeah, he de-aged. That that beard's been hiding a mid twenties Daniel Bryan this entire time. <laughs> No joke, veganism for the win. Um, last week we had Kane appear for some reason to make the fiend look beatable. Yeah, I think that's all that did because otherwise I was like, so what are we doing? Yeah, every time uh, they roll Kane out, it's just why? Please stop, yeah, let why, that man run his have... city or whatever. He's, yeah, he is a mayor of Knox County. But he's also the devil's favorite demon, so he's got to do demon <laughs> things from time to time. Every once in a while, I'm going to come back out there. Uh, yes, yeah, so that was a thing they did, and that was when Daniel got his small revenge by pulling out some of the fiend's hair, and then, you know, 
doing the yes chant with it, which was entertaining. Yeah, yep. that the yes movement is in full swing again, just in time for oh. WrestleMania. Yeah, I'm I'm here for it. This uh, this feud has definitely been one of the top things going on. I think the only thing that sucks is I still don't think there's any way the Fiend loses this match. No, I mean, no, not at all. Because no, WWE I don't... is horrible about promoting future things before things happen. Right. And we've already seen the Fiend as the champion advertised for Saudi Arabia. So that's hilarious. Uh, I think it'll be interesting if anybody can pull off the stipulations of this match and make it look good. I feel like it's going to be these two guys. Um, they've always had this weirdly good chemistry for their divergent styles in the ring. Um, even going back to like the original run with the Wyatt family recruiting Daniel. They've always had good matches together. So I look for that to continue. But definitely fiend over Daniel Bryan. Yeah, the I, I'm going with the fiend as well. I, I think the strap can be used enough against Daniel Bryan uh, that him losing would be okay. Like it's not going to kill the yes movement. Not that you could ever kill the yes movement. Nope. Uh, it's a good way to extend the feud because you can, you know, call shenanigans and like some bullshit could happen. Also, it takes him out potentially for the Royal Rumble if this match happens before the men's Royal Rumble. So they don't have a hijacking of the Royal Rumble if Daniel Bryan isn't in it or he is in the match and doesn't win it. You can use the Fiend brutalizing him in a strap match as a way to write him out of potentially being in the Royal Rumble. So the, the the fiend all the way, it, and it's also too soon to take the fiend, the title away, him and his ugly custom championship. <laughs> yeah, that, the used car championship. What? You're not a fan of that blue belt? No, the fiend championship. <laughs> oh, the fiend championship. Got the it. fiend championship, the one that looks like it was made in Raw versus SmackDown. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, that is that is rough. But yeah, yeah, the fiend on this one. Uh, I think it'll be fun to watch, but like both of you, I don't see anything changing based on what we know for the future already. Yeah, and and it's just set up so well for the fiend because we already know if the fiend is an OP boss, so whipping him with the strap is going to do nothing. It's going to be a good test for like how in character the fiend or Bray Wyatt can stay as the fiend and show no pain. Cause it's really hard to fake a strap match. Like you, you are getting whipped by the strap. Uh, and you will see the results of it by the end of the match. So I'm assuming Daniel Bryan is going to look like raw, like ground meat <laughs> by the end of it. Oh and yeah. Bray Wyatt will have some of those markings on him, but he's going to have to play it off. Like it's nothing. Right, which will be, I think, like you said, one of the more interesting points to see how much he stays in character for that. Yeah, the mask will help. Yeah. A lot. Definitely. A lot. So. All right, moving on. Yeah. We have, for the Raw Women's Championship, Becky versus Asuka. No fancy, just a one-on-one match. Yep, no crazy stipulations. Nope, and I haven't seen Becky 
defend the title in a while? Uh, that's actually what I was just about to get to. <laughs> Sorry. We have not had Becky defend the title since Hell in the Cell of October 2019. Oh, boy. What is the reasoning? Because like Survivor Series happened. Extreme Rules was a mixed mac- mix tag. Yeah. Yeah. And then well, what happened? Extreme Rules was in July. Oh, okay. Right. So, and then uh, TLC, they did the tag team thing. Where okay. Yep. Charlotte went against uh, poor Kyrie Sane and Asuka. Okay. Uh, okay. The, yeah. Yep. So I think the story they've told is really great with the fact that you had Lynch has faced Asuka multiple times, but never one on one. So she can't call herself the man until she can beat Asuka. And she basically kind of threw it down as the machine's been trying to protect her by not allowing her to lose one-on-one. Well, she she did one-on-one with her last year, right? And she got choked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Remember, she, she yeah but she's never Asuka. beat Asuka. Yeah, she's never is beat her. Okay. Yeah, she's never yeah. beat Asuka is, okay. is kind of what they've been doing here. It's kind of been the story they're telling. And it was a great way to cover from the fact that Kyrie Sane got knocked the fuck out. I was so pissed TLC. about that. Yeah. Yeah. That, um, was, that was hard to watch. That was hard to watch. But this should be a great match because I don't think I've ever seen either of these women really have a bad match. Somebody's going to get green mist in the face. But Becky's the best at being misted in the face, which is a weird sentence to say out loud. <laughs> but of the people that like Asuka oh. has green misted. She takes it like a champ. Yeah. Like she sells it perfectly. Like yep. Charlotte's taken it a couple times and it's always been kind of like a stop overacting. Uh, oh, yeah, most sure. of the other people, she just flat out misses and they have to pretend. <laughs> But well, Becky Paige, has done Paige's a great it, job. Also, yeah, Becky's not afraid to get a little wet in the face. Oh boy! Oh, Alrighty, too Alrighty. far. Alrighty. Too, too far, far, sir. <laughs> what? Everybody else stands too far away. She doesn't get the green mist fully extended. Oh, okay, you got to make right. sure you say green mist when you. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize our minds were in the gutter today. <laughs> they are. We we haven't talked about Lars Sullivan yet. Okay, guys. Uh, no, we don't have to. We don't um, have to. <laughs> So, who do we got winning this match? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm on the fence, too, because I I don't know. I think with how much they're built, they've built Becky over this time, I think they're going to give her that moment to beat Asuka and, and continue to be unstoppable for the time being. I, I don't... I just don't see them taking the belt off of her before WrestleMania, but who knows? Honestly, I think some of this may depend on Kyrie Sane's contract situation. Because the way I look at this is, if you were ever going to reestablish Asuka as a main event player, here's how you do it. But if you're going to keep her in a tag team with Kyrie Sane, you don't have her win the championship here. It's a so good way see- to build a feud, though, between them. Right, go because, that route. Yeah, because Kyrie Sane's don't want to be the you know the baggage weight in the tag team, so it'd be a great way to introduce an item that could possibly break those two up. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I definitely believe Becky's going to win, but I'll be pulling for Oscar on Sunday. 
I have no idea what to do. I part of me is like Becky is kind of gotten stale, and I think Becky is hit that moment that a lot of baby faces hit where you are so invested in them during the chase that when they have the title, you don't know what to do. Yep. So putting Becky back in the chase for WrestleMania could be interesting. Like if she can get her revenge on Asuka, like Asuka beat her two, beats her two rumbles in a row. Then they, you know, have a match at WrestleMania and Becky can have a triumphant moment. Hopefully not at like midnight or one in the morning. Like last time. Yeah, please never oh again. boy. Yeah. Please. Um, <laughs> And they've done such a good job. Like, it would be such a waste. Like, Asuka was lost for so long after uh, the SmackDown before WrestleMania, where they took the title away from her. Yeah. And they finally built her back up. And it would be such a waste to then just have her get knocked out by Becky, and then she just goes to the tag division and is just the tag team champions. I want Asuka two belts. But Becky will probably oh, win. Yeah. yeah, no, that's fair. But uh, um, I'm excited that we're seeing Oscar again in some, you know, high stakes singles action. So it will be Indeed. a good match regardless. Um, we were talking about how much WWE likes to do the same matches over and over and over again. And that's what we're getting here with the next one we're going to talk about. Oh, this is a completely new match because this uh, is yeah, totally new, completely totally new match for the they're first all... time ever. For the first yep. time ever, and then they're going to redo Super Bowl halftime. By the way, fuck what <laughs> they're half-time doing heat. halftime heat. So uh, hold on. For first off, we're talking about Roman versus King Corman in a Falls Count Anywhere match. They yep. already also announced that there's going to be a Roman. King Corbin five minute time limit match during the halftime show of the Super Bowl. Okay. Five five minute time what? Five minute time limit match. Yep. Fuck. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. Um (laughs) let's just talk about the Royal Rumble here. Yeah, yeah. Um Falls Count Anywhere, which basically means this is no disqualification. This match is gonna have some combination of Robert Rude, Dolph Ziggler, uh, and the Usos. Tom fuckery all over it. Um, I think it could have some entertaining moments, but I do not care anything about this match. I hope not. they beat each other up so much that neither men can compete in the rumble. I think that would be true for one of them. I just don't know which one it is. Mm, I'm going to hope it's Corbin. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to hope for Corbin too, and have Roman be able to come in the rumble. And just maybe hopefully elevate to matches that matter here eventually. I'm kind of tired of seeing Roman in these like mid-level feuds that don't result in anything. I'm kind of happy he's there to be you just, completely you, you honest. Don't want him, you don't want him pushed back again. Well, nonstop. he's still getting... <laughs> Roman's hit the point where he doesn't need a belt to be important. It's yeah. true. He doesn't need it. But maybe, maybe what I'm saying is I want to see him wrestle somebody else <laughs> yeah i would like to see maybe roman go start going for the intercontinental title or something like yeah. that oh, yeah uh, just to he... elevate that group of guys not necessarily him having the title yeah but just because like every time he's been in the mid card he treats that title like it's nothing like he yeah. drags it or puts it on his back and then that title disappears yeah 
But yeah, I, I would say that or bringing the Usos back. Honestly, I get this feeling like I really want to see, I want to see stable warfare again. But I mean, what are you going to have the Usos? Well, hold it, never mind. The Usos and Roman, the Bloodline or whatever they call them, feuding with the New Day, could be amazing. But that would require you to turn the Usos and Roman heel, which would also be interesting. Okay, I'm not seeing a negative in this right now. Because <laughs> yeah, the Usos and the New Day always put on banger matches. And throw, oh God, can we get some Roman Reigns on Big E beef going oh, on? Boy. Oh boy, I need to see them hip shaking. Yeah, I just want them, I don't know, I guess I'm just trying to want something Roman different for Roman. V. Corbin and Roban v. Drew McIntyre. So yeah. once he gets out of this this rut, I feel like they have him stuck in. We're good. Uh, right. What are we thinking for this match, Michael? Who who do you think comes out of this one winning? Probably Roman. Um, I think no matter what, only one of these guys are going to end up in the Royal Rumble. So I have a feeling Roman might go do really well in the Rumble. So I, I, I'm going to pick Roman to win this so he can move on to the Rumble. And I think he's just going to like, there's going to be a lot of bullshit happening with all the people involved in this, you know, that the Usos rude and uh, Ziggler. Uh, but I think Roman's going to, going to get the win. Um, and then he'll bury him during the Super Bowl, apparently. And <laughs> yeah. that will be that. And then Corbin probably won't make it to the Royal Rumble at okay. the end of the night. Yeah, I definitely see Roman getting his win back from TLC. So that's yeah, my yeah, thought. Exactly. Roman, Roman gets the win here. And maybe with the Roman win, we can squash this feud and move on. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would love that. Oh, so, so next, uh, also, these matches are not indicative of the order that they will be on the yeah, card. No, it's yeah. just the order we wanted to talk about them in. <laughs> right. Uh, we will have Bailey versus the sassy Southern Belle, Lacey Evans, for the SmackDown's Women's Championship. Uh, another no-fills match. I just get the feeling that this is not the time to pull the trigger on Lacey Evans as champion. No, no. But not Lacey still all. needs to be protected. Because you don't want to kill this character run she's had in this. How do you, how do you guys feel about her as a face right now? Because Lacey Evans is the as only a face. reason. The only reason I see her as a face in this one is the family values thing. Like basically her her being presented as a protective mother. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's only working because we knew Bailey was the bad guy before this feud started. If that makes mm. sense. Yeah. Like this would not have been the few to turn Bailey heel. Um, but it is giving Bailey somebody new to work with. But since we really haven't seen much match time between the two, I'll be interested to see how it uh, goes in the ring. But I feel like you can definitely protect Lacey by having Sasha get one way or the other, or the flip side of this, you could easily protect. Bailey by having maybe Sasha be the one that ruins this opportunity for Bailey and flip Bailey back to being face Sasha being the big bad heel. 
Yeah, because because I don't see Lacey taking the belt into the WrestleMania season. Mm, Vince loves his blondes, though. He does, but he can't be completely like blind to she's just not there yet, right? Like, uh, to, to be fair with to be fair with the not quite there yet, I still think Lacey Evans is a better performer than probably about forty percent of the female roster at this the, point. The main roster. Yes, the main roster. Great way to put it. Yeah. Okay, I was yeah, like, I could uh... name like five or six uh, NXT. Well, they, the NXT women's division is completely stacked, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. Yeah. Um, but I think she's a good enough performer, and since WrestleMania is all about the spectacle, I think you could make a compelling argument. I don't see Lacey taking the belt into Mania because we still have a pay-per-view before Mania. But I could see her getting a trial run leading up to Mania to see how it goes. Okay, and then if it doesn't go well, Sasha takes the belt off her or some shit. Yeah, Sa- next pay-per-view. Sasha, yeah, Sasha or Bailey take the belt off of her next pay-per-view and challenge uh, whoever wins the Rumble. You know what I mean? Or something yeah. along those lines. Or we get the Sasha Bailey at WrestleMania, which I may have got an erection saying those words. <laughs> now, we just learned a lot about you. So, um, but yeah, it, it's so like... Uh, have but, you watched those matches they had in NXT? Oh, yeah, no. Those, those are the, like some of the best matches of like ever. Like, yeah. like not, not best women's matches, best matches, matches overall. Ever. Right, right, right. So... Like, because because like if Bailey retains and then takes the belt into WrestleMania, then it'll probably be a one-on-one match or you know a triple threat match, whatever. If Lacey takes the belt into WrestleMania, it's probably going to be a battle royale. You know, like it just turns into you know to protect her and just have a cluster of yeah. of women in a, in a battle royale or something. Just because right. Lacey on that stage just isn't right. She's definitely improved a lot in the last like six months. She's improved so. a lot from her feud with Becky. Yes. Like, she is a different com- performer than what we got forced in our face in the Becky feud. I still think Bailey is the strong betting favorite, but I can see ways Lacey Evans comes out and nobody looks really worse. Yeah, I can see I can see Bailey keeping it, but I feel like if Bailey is going to lose it, it's going to be Sasha causes her to lose it for one reason yeah. or another. That's, that's my feel. And... Uh, Michael, your your Bailey specific prediction for this I one? actually don't have one just because the feud's been <laughs> so kind of straightforward and the Sasha Banks factor uh is there, though I the only thing I can think of is Bailey wins and then we get our first WrestleMania sign point of Sasha like attacking Bailey and then pointing to the sign. Oh yeah, that I could definitely see mm-hmm. that. Like they, uh, Sasha getting the first uh, sign point to like open the show or something. Yeah. Though they'll probably book in WrestleMania or, or the Royal Rumble with uh, the Rumble matches themselves. Yeah. I think this year, last year they started with the men's Rumble match. So I think they flip flop this year. I think that's going to be the pattern going forward. Like women's one year, men's the next year kind of thing. Mm hmm. Um, sure. the last non-Rumble match that we have announced so far, considering WWE does like to schedule some random matches in between us or on Saturday for some reason, 
Uh, we have Andrade versus Humberto for the U.S. title. Which, just reading that sentence, came out real weird. <laughs> well, one, I'm, I'm really excited for this. I really enjoy Humberto. I think it's going to be a and fun I'm match gonna... to watch. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm glad they finally brought him back in for this because it, it seemed like they had cooled off on Umberto for whatever reason. Um, and then, you know, Andrade got the belt and uh, Wild Mysterio got the belt and now Andrade has it. So I'm excited that Umberto's back. I want to see what they do with him. So I think it'll be fun to watch. Um, I don't know, what, what have you been thinking about Umberto? Either of you. Ben? think he's a good performer but he's just missing something for me yeah same same he, he's really smooth in the ring but there's no charisma there and it's not even a language barrier thing because he's pretty good on the english yeah yeah no i i just think he needs more time to to get to that point but i think in yeah, ring, in ring though, he's fantastic uh, I'm impressed. I think he's great. So I think it's just letting him get that time to grow on the fans. And I think he's got that charisma there. I just don't think we've gotten a chance to actually see it. This Um, is going to sound. He's had enough time. This is going to sound really dumb. But I think it would do better if he came back under a mask. Yeah, I I, I can. He doesn't have anything that differentiates him from like the seven main Latino wrestlers right now like him and andrade have a similar look him and uh raul garza in nxt have a similar look there's a lot of guys that have humberto's look like like uh, angel angel garza is one of those guys that like i would if you would flip him and humberto i think it would be better off for both of them because i think garza has like star potential right now Mm -hmm. and humberto has star power in a couple years so he's if you would flip them, yeah, like he would be great. It probably in NXT, yeah, uh, getting getting work in, working oh, with yeah. you know yeah. all the other all the guys down there, and then I can see Humberto carrying the NXT championship in like two years more than I can see him, you know, with the Universal or WWE championship. Right. Yeah. No, I, I could totally get behind that. I just I, I hope. This is the beginning of, of more Umberto, whether it's, you know, they throw him to NXT for a bit, because why not? Um, I think it'd be a good opportunity. So I'm just happy that he's getting an important match. I think this is going to be our setup for Andrade Mysterio at WrestleMania, because Mysterio said he kind of is getting ready to want to hang up the boots. And I think there's no better person to retire him than Andrade. Um, this feud, feud got personal when Andrade ripped his mask off. So I could definitely see something going into like a hair versus mask match at WrestleMania. What if it's hair versus mask versus dimples and you put Umberto? Um, I don't know how you're... <laughs> He's got <laughs> those dimples. I would dimples. be there for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so what, do, what do we feel? I, I feel like Andrade is retaining. He, yeah. I don't see them giving. I'm seeing a Humberto, um, but it's all going to be because Mysterio says "fuck you, Andrade." Oh boy! 
You wait. You know what? I got an idea for Humberto. Put him in a tag team with Dominic. Okay. And call him the Young Boys. Right. Um. <laughs> what is Spanish for boys? Niños. Muchachos. Wow, I got two different answers. Ni- it's Nino. <laughs> Ninos. Yeah, you, you can do Ninos because that's like and kids. What's young? Chachos, which is like boys. Oh, or does Ninos kind of cover that as well? My last name's Swick. Ninos would, Ninos would cover so the... So call them Los the, Ninos. The, the young portion. The boys. Yeah, Los Ninos. Would, yeah. And then uh, Ray's kid could be the tank for the yep. hot tags. Yep. And Mysterio can be their manager. Oh. oh, isn't it Hooven? Isn't that Yun? Yeah, yeah Hooven is. Yeah, yeah. Yep. All right, that's our Spanish lesson. Yep, and today. Andy taught us none of those words. Yep. Straight from Cuba. <laughs> Didn't teach us none of those words. Not a single one. Moving to the main event. We have two of them now, and I love the fact that we get two Rumble matches now with the men and the women's. Before we talk about our current Rumble, let's talk about Rumble's past. And uh, let me start with Andy, because they're probably going to be very, more, very, very more recent. Yeah. Much more recent. There's the words I mean to find. Andy, what was your favorite Rumble you've seen so far? Oh, what year did, um, what year did we lose our ship because uh, Hurricane came out? Was that, that was last year, wasn't it? Was yeah, last year. Yeah, that was last year. Yeah, I think that was one of my favorites because it was getting, and also last year I think I was way more to it. And we were, my favorite thing is just trying to speculate about the surprises uh-huh. and also the drinking games that we create around Rumble because I think we always get exceptionally drunk for Rumble. Uh, it's because we we the big four always are the or, sorry the big five are always the ones we get exceptionally drunk. Yeah, no, it's true. So I think it, it's always for me, it's just the, the excitement of the surprises, which we'll talk about why I'm less excited for the men's this year. But I think last year was probably my favorite so far, because um, I think there was a lot of mystery around who was coming out last year and, you know, what possible debuts we could see. And I just I really enjoyed last year's. Rumble. So uh, 2018 or sorry, 2019 is your favorite Rumble. Your favorite memory and surprise entrance was the hurricane coming out. Oh yeah, because I got hyped because you I got, got so really, fucking hyped. really hyped. <laughs> yeah, uh, Michael, yeah. what was your favorite rumble? Who? Um, we'll just go with uh, the joke one. Um, Vince McMahon, two thousand five, uh, his quads. Oh, <laughs> the Batista Cena finish. Yeah, uh, okay. which was such a cluster. Uh, if Andy, if you haven't seen this. Uh, Batista and John Cena are supposed to what it, like I keep hearing different like tellings of what was supposed to happen but both of them go over the top rope at the same time and it was supposed to not happen exactly like that so there was actual yep. real life confusion on what to do and yep. oh that's fantastic the, the confusion was so bad that Vince had to come out of gorilla <laughs> and he was super angry. And apparently coming out of gorilla, he blew one oh, quad shit. and then he <laughs> jumps into, you know, slides into the ring and then blows the other quad and then has to sit there on his ass and give directions on what to do. 
as he no sells breaking or like destroying both of his quads. Yep. It's great. Cool. Batista won yeah, that I gotta, rumble. I gotta Batista go back and won watch that, that rumble when they restarted it. Correct. Relatively quick, I believe. Yeah, I think yes. so. So I think uh, the original plan was Batista to send Cena over, but him also go over. Cena was supposed to hit the ground first, but they hit like bang bang. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's why all that happened. But yeah, that was a so that that was a pretty good rumble though. Yeah, it was it was it was a good rumble, and it had a very memorable ending. Uh, but my actual favorite rumble is uh, Shawn Michaels six. Okay. When he skins the cat, which is like the first time I rem I was a you know I was like uh, seven. That was ninety. Was that ninety five? I thought or it was ninety six, or was it ninety five? Ninety five. Because he won back yeah. to back, didn't he? Yeah, he won ninety five and ninety six. Ninety five yeah. is when he did the uh, over the top one foot touches. He gets yes. back in the ring and eliminates Bulldog. Yes, that was okay. So ninety five. So ninety five. I'm I'm bad with years with rumbles, especially a lot of it's people okay. won back to back. Yep. Uh, so that is my favorite, just because I was a big bulldog fan. I hated Shawn Michaels, so Shawn Michaels almost getting eliminated, bulldog winning, or looking like he's gonna win, just for Shawn Michaels to throw him over they're, the top. They're and playing win. bulldog's music. Okay, yeah. I so I don't remember that. it that well then. Yeah. But. Uh, I'll uh, only remember it because it was just covered on uh, one of the many Conrad Thompson podcasts. That uh, is probably my favorite like Rumble memory, favorite Rumble match, uh, just because it, it was um. I, since I was uh, so, so since it was ninety five, I was six. Um, so it was the first time I'd really seen anyone do the like skin the cat. Like that's the only reason I know that phrase is because of that Rumble, where he you know. We see it now like 10 times a rumble where someone goes over the tops, hangs on to the rope, and then pulls themselves back up. And Shawn Michaels did it perfectly. It was executed so well. There's no questionable, like, oh, did both of his feet touch the ground? Like we get a lot nowadays uh, where someone does it and you can tell both feet touch the ground. The commentary have to cover it up and be like, oh, no, he didn't touch it. The refs looked, you know, with a microscope. And that that is probably my favorite like rumble uh, memory uh, or favorite rumble match besides like Austin's both you know the two times he won. Right. No. Do you have a favorite surprise entrance into the rumble? Um. Probably. Is it cheating by say uh, when uh, Mick Foley was in the rumble three times? Three I faces say that's Foley. cheating. Okay, that that is probably my favorite one, just because I wasn't expecting it. Both times it happened, like he gets right. eliminated once, and then he comes back out as a different character. You're like, holy shit, that's really cool. And then he comes out a third time as Dude Love, and you're just like, <laughs> this is brilliant. This is genius. Why can't they do this more? Or oh, you know, why haven't they returned so to that? Because there's plenty of characters that have or wrestlers have had multiple characters. If Matt Hardy this year came out as uh, like, like broken and version one point or 2.0 or 1.0 Matt. Hardy. Big money, Matt. Yes. <laughs> like that would be great that, you know, but uh, I, I really loved uh, that surprise. Um, and just like anytime they have an old timer come in, 
you know, just to do a couple minutes. I, I love that as well, which sadly we don't get that as much anymore because they just announce everybody. Yep. Uh, what about uh, you? Okay. So man, uh, favorite, favorite rumble would be, I think all mine kind of come from the same rumble. I think my favorite rumble was the, uh, 2016 rumble oh no that's the triple h winning the championship rumble isn't it yes that's what it was because the stipulation was roman reigns had to put the belt on the line for that one yes and uh yes roman reigns had to put the belt on the line and uh winner of the rumble won the title yes that is so that was my uh my favorite memory there was AJ Styles debut because that rumble was taking place in Orlando. So that was just like, what? So whole place lost it. Um, AJ had a great performance in that. So it was just, it was nice. It was, it was real nice uh, to see that happen. But yeah, the triple H winning the title was cool there. I guess also it can be guessed that, my favorite surprise entrance was, or my favorite surprise entrant was AJ Styles. With honorable mentions to the Hurricane last year, Rey Mysterio at the Greatest Royal Rumble, because that was another. Or no, that was last year he debuted at Royal Rumble, wasn't it? He came back at Royal Rumble last year. Yep. Yeah. That was another good one. And then I, ooh, I don't remember. I want to say it was like 2014. When DDP came back and just gave everybody that diamond cutter. That was really cool. So those are my favorite surprise entrances. So let's get into this year and the matches occurring this year. As we've kind of alluded to a few times already. We know 27 of the 30 entrances into the men's Royal. (sighs) Yeah. Yep. We're not unfortunately. That like just took all the excitement. Well, we're not gonna we're not gonna bust into it. Uh into who all is there. Uh we do have the one thing we know is Brock Lesnar has entered himself into the rumble. But will not be with the title. Correct. The title is not on the line. So why? Uh I I no I no idea. I'll be honest with you. The the thing I can assume is like the way you can work this is Lesnar doesn't deem anybody worthy for his belt. So he's going to enter to eliminate any challengers that may try to challenge him at WrestleMania. So it could be something like that. As simple as that. Uh, but I'm interested to see Brock in the Rumble. And especially being number one. Because, I mean, that guarantees, like, Brock's got to wrestle for more than eight minutes. Yeah, and I don't see him going to sleep like other people tend to do. Like, that one year Roman just took a nap on an ounce table for, like, 20 minutes. Yeah, I don't see see that happening. (laughs) But I just assume, like, the first eight people that enter the Rumble are getting fucking destroyed. Yeah, yeah, Otis and Tucker are probably gonna get like lifted up by Brock or something. Like he's gonna lift some heavy dudes and throw oh, some no. little guys. It's gonna be great or bad, depending on how you feel about him destroying your fan favorites. Right. Or 
if you're a fan of this podcast, <laughs> we're going to get to see Lesnar do Lesnar things, and I think we're always for Lesnar doing Lesnar things. Yeah, but my favorite Lesnar thing, though, would be if the men's rumble is first and then he just eliminates himself as the enters so he can go home early. You oh, know, just so yep. he didn't have to have a real match for the Royal Rumble. And then <laughs> next day on Raw, they just explain it like my client wanted to get paid, but did not want to work just to, right. you know, just put fuel on the fire of like part time champion. Right. Uh, but that won't that. happen. He's going to beat the shit out of everybody. Yeah, I, that, I think that's the more the more likelihood. I do think we'll probably get the classic. We may have 27 people are going to enter the room, but I think you'll occasionally have a couple spots where somebody's going to get attacked backstage and somebody else is going to step in for them like we saw last year with Nia Jax and R-Truth. I think we're going to see stuff like that. So I still think we're probably going to get four or five surprises out of yeah. this one. Well, we mentioned earlier, like only one of the people from Roman and Corbin is going to make it probably to the right. Rumble. Right. So that's one spot. Uh, R-Truth is in it. So the 24-7 rule uh, will probably be suspended when he gets in the ring. But if he never gets into the ring, the rule's still on. So oh, uh, definitely. Uh, yeah. you can take him off of it and the seven or eight people that will be chasing him. Mm-hmm. Um, NXT is supposed to be in this. I believe they announced that, but there's not many spots for NXT guys. Do no. we have predictions to who they would bring? Uh, if anybody, I feel like you got to bring up Keith Lee. But at the Keith same Lee. token, do you want to put him in a situation where you basically have to let him lose? But what if he puts up a good fight against Brock? He loses, but. Take him it. squaring off, but, but he ain't, dude. Oh my god! If Brock. Keith Lee and Brock Lesnar are in the ring together, Andy, there's going to be too much hype that your house will not be able to contain it. <laughs> uh, have you guys listened to the New Day uh, podcast? Yes, yet? yes. Okay, yes, so yes, Big E yes. talking about how he wants to go against Goldberg and bump meat, you know, and mm-hmm. he just like describes it in the worst yes. way. That's kind of how <laughs> I feel about Brock versus Keith Lee. Yep. Like I, I, I yep. just want yep. that. I just want to see them tear the house down, even if it's just for a couple minutes during the rumble. Right. Uh, Too bad Goldberg's not going to be here. So then uh, we can get that. We know of. Yeah, that we know of. But if Goldberg, (laughs) so if Goldberg Goldberg comes in, the rumble, you will hear my screams of joy from Chicago. And so, so like, Say uh, Goldberg comes in at like twenty seven, and then twenty eight is Matt Riddle. Like, oh, uh, uh, like there's uh, like I want oh Goldberg. God. Like, what if they're building to a Goldberg Matt Riddle WrestleMania match? Because they still are going at it <laughs> on Twitter constantly. <laughs> I mean, it's one sided. It's Matt Riddle poking at Goldberg for the most part. But yep. I would I would love that Rumble match or that WrestleMania match. And if they can squeeze that into the Rumble, that would be great. I think I would rather see it as a Rumble thing instead of a WrestleMania thing. Because you don't want to see him lose at WrestleMania. I don't want to see Matt Riddle get stomped on. In <laughs> I mean, I would hope they would think of the future. Well, I, I don't think with a character like Goldberg, you can... Um. I just don't think you can have Goldberg lose 
only because of the the following he has. If yeah. that makes sense. Like even though he's a part timer and hardcore people don't like him, he's still such an iconic character. I feel like along the lines of Undertaker, like Undertaker should have never lost at WrestleMania until he was completely done. Okay. So But you can't then like I guess you can then have Rail eliminate him, but like there's no way Goldberg doesn't seek retribution. So maybe. Yeah. Maybe you just have Riddle do a Gilberg entrance with sparklers yeah. and yeah. just play on that and just keep trolling. Yeah, they see him trolling. Yeah. They hate so, him. So you guys you guys are agreement you want to see like Keith Lee for sure. Uh if not Keith Lee, um Adam Cole would be a good one to see. Or I I, I know he doesn't want to work on the main roster, but I would like to see Tomasa Champa. Yeah, I want I want to see people that haven't been in a rumble. I mean, Velveteen Dream, we haven't heard anything really his his from back, his back injury, injury is far more serious than it was ever intended to be. Like I'm hoping, engine. I'm hoping still that we get Velveteen Dream yeah. just to yeah. come out. Uh, Andy, do you got any uh, people you'd want to see from NXT? Um, from NXT, yeah. I mean, we mainly would be excited to see Keith Lee. That would be interesting. They bring back Finn to do some do some damage in there. That could be a fun angle. I think they need um, to keep Finn as far away from the main roster as possible at the moment. Just because yeah. like like they want to establish him as being back at NXT. I don't think it'd be a great idea to bring him in Rumble. Uh maybe? Um, How do you say his name? I have no idea, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Because um, he, he's a big, I, imposing force. That could be kind of cool way to introduce him to people. I would say either him or Walter. Oh, but they embarrassed Walter last time. He even Walter said like he, he regrets doing Survivor Series, so I wonder if he would trust them enough. Yeah, we'll see. I honestly would just love to see, like, personally, when it comes to surprise entrances, since, since it's not like a few of the Rumbles where there's been a big, like, oh, the championship is on the line in this Rumble. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I want to see some of the goofy, goofy entrances. Like people that you wouldn't see in an everyday match. Like have Papa Shango come down or something like that. James Elworth. Never again. <laughs> Enzo <laughs> Amore. <laughs> uh, oh, Jesus. I wouldn't be as opposed to an Enzo as I would be James Elworth. He would probably because still one, get like a crazy convicted. pop. Yeah, one's convicted and one's a legend. True. What about uh, veterans Big coming back? Cass. Big Cass. Yeah. Well, I think the issue with all the veterans that they yeah. could those would all be that would all be lame. Do what? <laughs> I said any of that would be lame. But what were you I, I think the only veterans? issue with veterans, I think any veteran that would be signed by AEW. Edge is working out right now, real hard. Oh, dude, the pop in that place if Edge came oh, back true. for the Rumble. I wouldn't I I wouldn't put it past it. I that's been that's been yeah, rumored Edge and, at least. Edge and, Goldberg. and then you have um who needs yeah. to who needs to be a big heat magnet? You have Seth Rollins eliminate Edge. Um Yes. Or Brock <laughs> eliminate Edge. Yep. That While we're on the subject. I never realized I needed the tag team of Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens. They're so good. I mean, it's, it's it's amazing. It's everything I wanted in a tag team, and then some. 
and Samoa's going to turn on him. You know it, and it's going to be great. Yep. Oh, yeah. It's going to happen, and that feud will be legendary. Uh, do we want to make predictions for the Rumble? Ooh, for the men's Rumble. I think it's hard to make a prediction because I've been thinking about this as we've been talking. I think it's hard to make a prediction until I know where the men's Rumble is on the card. I think it's last. Okay, if the men's Rumble is last, Let's just say that by some act, Daniel Bryan beats The Fiend. And the way you get The Fiend to WrestleMania is The Fiend enters the Rumble and wins it. Does he turn the whole match red when he joins? Hopefully. (laughs) But it just hit me. Is that is the way you can keep The Fiend fresh till WrestleMania. Put your title back on TV but have the fiend lurking in the background knowing he's got that title shot at wrestle. And then he swerves and goes after Brock. Right. Stop. I can only be so excited. You know, what's crazy is I don't know about you guys, but I've had like a Brock as a part-time champion, but there are so many matches I want to see him in. It's a weird feeling. Because like all this entire podcast, we've just like wouldn't be great if this person faced Brock. What if this person faced Brock? And it's just like there's no denying Brock is like super important to WWE, even though he's a part timer. He's the best attraction they have right now. Yeah, I, I think that's the big thing. Is regardless of whether you love him or hate him, he's the best attraction that WWE has right now. So. I would say that would just be the one to go with. But uh, let's move to the women's Rumble match. Because I don't really think there's a great way that we can call a winner on any of these. No, yeah. Like, just like... I I was thinking Ricochet is like Paul Heyman's spoiler, you know, which is why they had Ricochet interact. But Ricochet doesn't make sense. Everyone wants Drew McIntyre to win, but I just don't see them pulling the trigger yet. Or ever. Like it's really hard. Like it's it's like impossible to to pick a winner. And there's boring picks you can make. Like, of course Roman would win, and that would probably get him from his mixed reaction he gets now to being hated again. Right. Uh, th- uh if uh, Seth Rollins won, that would be super fucking boring. Uh, right. It's it. Yeah, this is a difficult rumble even though they have everyone announced. Usually when they have everyone announced, you can pick like two or three guys that could win, but like there's, I don't know who the fuck would win. Right. So, it'll be interesting to see. We'll just have to see exactly what mm-hmm. happens on that front. So we got a lot more, a lot more mystery around the women's uh, Royal Rumble with only nine of the, uh, 30 yep. entrants announced. Um, even though so, we have less entrances, I think this one is definitely wide open. Because yeah. even of the nine entrances, smart money's going to be on Charlotte to win this Rumble. I would say. But you've got to feel like this Rumble's going to be dominated by NXT and NXT UK. Oh, yeah. That's the thing, yeah. NXT, I think, is going to make up a lot of... All I'm saying is the world needs to know about Shotzi Blackheart. I was just going to say. 
and in this rumble it needs to happen because she has looked damn good on NXT these past couple weeks. And she's been, I've been a fan of hers for a couple years now. Uh, yeah. you know, when, from like her hood slam days as pizza cat and the indie scene yep. as pizza cat. Uh, I, I, I'm excited. She's in NXT. I think she's already been teasing it on Twitter. Like, Oh, who's going to be at the rumble this Sunday type of stuff. So hopefully she's in there. Uh, yeah, this is going to be a lot of NXT people in the rumble and I'm excited uh about that uh especially uh the one who i think's gonna win Shayna baszler Ooh, uh, good call good call oh i can definitely see or that. It, yeah it's gonna be ronda returns and wins the ronda return and wins is the one is the one i think is a very real possibility i think there's a high percentage but i'm holding out for Shayna baszler because there's nothing left for Shayna to do in NXT at all. No, I think yeah. I definitely think Shayna's done in NXT. So I definitely see. Uh, I definitely see the call up happening here, and her making her presence known here. Um, at the Rumble match, winning it, I don't know, but I definitely see her making a noise here. The. There'll probably be a couple of uh, legends return. Uh, as long as Trish is not one of them, I'm okay. As long as Lita is not one of them, I'm okay. I don't care so much <laughs> about Lita what? because Lita hasn't had a retirement match. Mm-hmm. But the SummerSlam Toronto yeah. match that Trish had against Charlotte was such a fitting close that I don't want to mess That's with. That's true. I want AJ Lee to return during the Rumble. Oh my God. We didn't even think about seeing Punk coming back in the men's Rumble. He's not. He's not going to come back. They're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. AJ Lee will come back. You know what? I'm going to put my money on AJ Lee will be back this Sunday. (laughs) They've been posting picture. That's a, that's your big prediction. They've been posting pictures of her on the, on their Instagram account, WWE's Instagram account and their Twitter account. They've been it's quietly for everyone to think AJ Lee's coming back and then swerve seeing punk. No, they could you <laughs> one second. We got to go back. Could you imagine how ape shit that place would go? If cult of personality hits. Oh God. Just... How big is the crowd there in Houston? Yeah. Where it's is... in a fucking baseball stadium. Oh my God. It's in Minute Maid park. Fuck. Oh, uh... There's going to be so yeah, many great camera angles in there. Oh, yeah. They get the best camera angles at Minimated Park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I count now, man. I'm excited to see how the, the arena is going to be set up in Minimated Park. I yeah. hope a cameraman bites it again. Because that was one of the best parts of last year. <laughs> was the cameraman eating shit while he was trying to walk backwards. Yeah. So good. But yeah, I think I think the women's match is what's exciting me Rumble because it, it, it's at least feels like more the spirit of Rumble where I feel like there's so much that we're not sure of yet for this one. Like if you have an AJ Lee, you're also going to get just a crazy pop. Age almost any woman, any woman that comes out from NXT, you're going to have 
a huge yeah. pop. Hey, if Paige made a return, that's just hot right now. Oh my god, if Paige comes out, I'm losing my mind. Mickey, Mickey James so, could make a return at the Rumble. Uh yeah, that could that could happen. There's like no excitement from Andy on yeah. uh, Mickey Page. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just trying to throw some names out. Alexa Bliss's oh. aunt will be there. Uh, Mickey yeah. James. <laughs> oh, but uh, definitely oh. excited for this pay per view. A lot more excitement than it was for TLC. Yeah. Um, can't wait for Sunday to get here. Uh, we hope everyone listening enjoys the Rumble as much as we enjoy talking about it. So let's get down to some of our other wrestling business we like to attend to we'll start talking about nxt and the only thing i can say is bask in his motherfucking glory keith lee is your new nxt north american champion god was so good he, he's so good yeah nxt's been yeah. nxt's been just such a joy to watch um here lately i'm glad they have competition um <laughs> These this past like few months of NXT have just been so good um, that I'm enjoying it usually more than the uh, the main shows. So I don't know how much you guys are watching like the weekly show, but it's just been it's, it's been really entertaining. Yeah, I've been uh, catching up. Uh, like most of December, I wasn't watching uh, except like highlights and YouTube clips. Uh, but NXT like this year has been so good. And same thing with AEW. Uh, it it's just been so good. The women's division is like the best the women's division has ever been. Um except for uh the Shotzi Blackheart attack. I don't know if you guys saw that video. Oh, it was really bad. It was real that bad. That was real bad. Outside of that, yeah, it yeah. has been really, really good. Yep. <laughs> and ah uh, man, it's just every they're they're firing on all cylinders, like the dusty tag tournaments been going well the yeah the undisputed prophecy has been going well and it finally broke with uh keith mm-hmm. lee rhea ripley has just been oh god just like i knew fire. i liked her uh like a year ago uh and, and the way she's just been going and she looks like an imposing force in the women's division and it and like Io Shirai doesn't get enough credit for how amazing she is. Oh, for sure. I, it, yeah. it's, it, it hurts me to know that apparently she's like frustrated in NXT right now. Yeah. Yeah. I was reading about that too. And I really hope they do something to like make her happy yeah. and keep her around. Because Hopefully. There's just so much potential there to keep going with, with her. So. That yeah, that is my hope for that, and and like you mentioned, AEW has also been really good these past few months, but as not well. because of their women's division. No, 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 that is definitely still a huge weak spot, in my opinion, in AEW. Um, but they're they're slowly slowly things are getting better. I feel like, and and every week of them seeing them do things like just a little bit better. Um, like you can really kind of see it kind of all yep. fleshing out. Um, I don't know how much you guys TNT are up with has it, decided to renew them till 2023. And they're putting two shows uh, on. There. I don't know about all that. That isn't going to be dark. 
So they're revamping dark. So yeah. I think I think it's going to be dynamite and something replacing dark. Yeah, but they still want right. to keep a YouTube show is what uh, I think Cody was right. saying. Right. That's sure. fine. Interesting. I mean, I'm I'm excited to see what they do with it. I don't know if that second show hopefully has maybe fleshing out the women's If they have more. enough. That could be an interesting... If they have enough, yeah. If there's um, a place that women have been something. more angry about than NXT, it's probably been AEW. Man, did you guys see... Uh, yeah, I was going to say, the Britt Baker promo this past week is just like, they finally are like letting her talk, and it's like, mm, this is why they have not been letting her talk. We should trust their creative sometimes. And just like, yeah, let, let them go back to doing what they were doing. Yeah. Uh, how? <laughs> there was cool. a moment this week okay uh, go ahead if you oh, no, no 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 i was going to talk about this week as well but i was going to say like how cool was it being on a boat this week it was dynamite awesome. the, the, the oh god he, so here's good. the moment i think the goat debate is over in professional wrestling chris jericho came out to a theme song that he wrote and performed while everybody was singing along with it on a cruise ship that he organized. How baller does that get? You're the champion coming out to your own song while everybody sings your own song to you on a cruise ship that you organized. Yeah, I'm really sad I wasn't on that cruise because that looked. Yeah, and everyone sad. was drunk on your champagne. I know. Thank you for getting added. That's even better. So just. Sorry, Shawn Michaels, but the GOAT is now and will always be Chris fucking Jericho. God, so good. Did you guys also hear about, you know, how much uh, planning they had around making sure uh, Dynamite aired on time? No. Since it was being filmed. So it was being filmed ahead of time, obviously. I think it was filmed on, like, Tuesday. And they filmed it. They had two master tapes. They arranged for two different planes to fly into Atlanta to bring the tapes just in case one did not make it. That's oh, crazy. Wow. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. They were they were basically one of these planes could get could get shot down and not having taken any chances. Well, they were not over <laughs> Iran on this cruise ship. It is so. yeah. I that's what I was saying. I was they actually they're like Iran could shoot one of these planes down, but we have two planes going to deliver master tape so i just thought that was a hilarious moment of like fuck you money from AEW to make sure nothing goes wrong airing that on time on tnt so pretty pretty interesting pretty crazy so i think we can all agree it's been a lot of fun uh following wrestling here the past few months 2020 is starting off pretty enjoyable indeed indeed i'm just sad um AEW Revolution is the same weekend as so C2E2 is the big Chicago convention, that comic mm-hmm. book convention. Right, right. And so the way it's set up is the convention center is like like it's hard to explain to people that don't live in Chicago. Um it's convention center and the arena AEW is gonna be at or connected via hotel like tunnels. Um Okay, yeah, we have yeah. stuff like that. Now. Um, and I, it's I the same that. weekend. 
Oh my god. Oh and I'm staying at the hotel oh that's connected to the arena. Um for C2E2 because I couldn't I cuz cuz I go every year to C2E2 and right. the AEW tickets sold out super fast and you can only get them on StubHub now. Ugh. Um I know some of the people that run C2E2 so I'm going to go to them cuz they're partnered with AEW to be like, "Hey guys." And, but the the funny thing is um a lot of the talent are going to be staying at my hotel. So, because it's the, it's, there's like three hotels that are like connected to McCormick center, the, the convention and connected to that basketball arena that right. they're going to be in. So like the talent is going to be staying in that area. Cause that's where all the talent for like the convention stay and AEW is going to have pretty much their whole roster signing autographs at the convention. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so, so like good. I already told Sarah, like, there's gonna be a couple of times where we're just gonna hang out at the bar of the hotel every night, just oh, to absolutely. see if we can find Orange Cassidy. <laughs> How can he sign things with his hands in his pocket? I don't know. I hope he has some sort of stamp that is his autograph or something. Oh, like he I, I like it by holding a pen in his mouth. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, yeah. I was I was imagining the pen in his mouth kind of thing. Like just, just yeah. Like, uh, so like I, I, I'm so sad. And and the thing that sucks is like so the 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 pay per view is the same time as the cosplay championships that we go to every year because C two E two is owned by Reed Pop who run New York Comic Con, uh, Shanghai Comic Con, Paris Comic Con, and they pick the best cosplayer from each of those shows and have them compete at Chicago. So it's usually like a really crazy like cosplay tournament or whatever you know like showcase so i'm gonna have to decide you know like do we go to the cosplay thing or do we try and sneak into AEW revolution god i would i would at least i would leave a shot of trying to at least in or or go to like half the cosplay show and then try to make your way in that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna like make some (laughs) i'm gonna send some private messages to people i know like hey listen yeah where, where where can, can I go? go? <laughs> or if I could just figure, you know, like, because because I know they're all probably going to hang out afterwards. It's like, if I could just get in to wherever you guys are hanging out, oh, yeah. like what bar, what hotel bar are you going to be at? Uh, oh, boy. But basically, keep an eye on your Twitter during that weekend to see if you get any, you know, selfies with Orange well, Cassidy it, or... Because, like, I don't like paying for autographs, <laughs> but if I, like, run into people, like, I like doing that, oh, yeah. but not in an annoying way of, like, yeah. I'm someone for their autograph in the bathroom. Uh, but, like, right. it's just always right. weird, right. like, bumping into, especially in Chicago, you'll bump into, like, Chicago celebrities or a couple times where I, like, just passed CM Punk or AJ Lee uh, in Chicago. Uh so I like those type of like interactions because it's like those moments of like, oh, you're a person too, like, right? Um, right. Exactly. So, like, I felt meeting Ruby Riot <laughs> on the plane for my honeymoon. Right. It's like when I f- yeah found AJ Styles trying to sneak through that pinball convention, and I was like, uh, hey, yeah, Styles. <laughs> uh, just as long as you didn't do the thing where you're like, hello, Alan, and fuck you. Right. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, so like I'm super excited for like AEW just for that pay per view that I'm going to be. Uh, that weekend is going to be crazy because that convention's really popular already, and then you have the wrestling crowd just taking over that Saturday. Uh, 
that con landscape is going to change this year. Uh, so you. they every so last year they had uh, the Young Bucks and Omega uh, because uh, uh, Pro oh, Wrestling okay. Tees is in Chicago. They have like an actual store here, right. so they will sometimes have right. wrestlers at C two E two, but it's never been more than like three or four. This year they have the entire right. AEW roster, oh, so shit, it's going to be yeah. crazy. That's really and CM Punk cool. usually ends up doing like a and a or an autograph session because he's there, uh, which I wouldn't be surprised if he's not there this year. The, this will be the test to how much he's in WWE's pocket is if he completely skips out on C2E2. So he's not with the AEW boys. Right. Uh, but sorry, sir, that was my little side tangent. Oh no, that's fine. That was that no, was no, good. Awesome. That'll be interesting. Really cool. I uh, definitely would love to have you on a regular episode after C two E two. We can talk to you about it. Yeah, we should. We should probably have have some conversation about that. Just that a convention uh, podcast. Convention. Yeah, convention yeah. cast. Yeah, um, exactly. We'll do convention cast. And man, I looked at those dates, and it falls right on my wedding anniversary. So I don't think I can <laughs> get up there because I was seriously like, "Hey, I might be coming to join you at C two E two." you can get some you can get some StubHub aew tickets for like a hundred bucks uh which isn't crazy but if you're already going to the convention it's just like okay now it's getting ridiculous right now yeah now it's getting a little pricey batches but i'm i'm looking forward to hearing about so i think we're all excited for the next few days this weekend um who knows what gets announced in the next day or so but uh uh i'm i'm keeping tabs on these uh these predictions we've all made so we'll see how that all pans out. It will out. be a lot of fun. we got a lot of wrestling coming up in the next couple of weeks between Rumble, NXT TakeOver Portland. Um, so it'll, it's a good time to be a fan of the wrestling business. Uh, thank you, Michael, as always, for coming on with us here, taking time out of your Friday evening to record. Yeah, it's not as late. Yeah, Michael. Yeah, it's not as late as it is for you guys, but. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well. The the sacrifices all we good, make all good, but for your art. Once again, if you guys, <laughs> yeah, if if you guys didn't know, because we just jump right into this, uh, we will we will post links to Michael's uh, Twitter, uh, for you know all your wrestling tweets, but also Michael is uh, a member of the Digital Days Gaming Podcast, uh, which we'll also toss some links to down there. If you're not already a fan, you should definitely check Indeed. it out. Indeed. Yep. Thank you. But thank you all for listening. Hopefully you've enjoyed it. Now you can consider yourself in the know and ready for Royal Rumble 2020. Until we see you guys next time, have a good day, night, evening, whatever you want to call it. Enjoy the Rumble. See you. Bye.